the Bible Girl Podcast. I'm Jessica Robinson, and I've gathered my Bible, my journal, some study tools, and highlighters in every color for study time. From the practical to the inspirational, I pray that these podcasts give you the tools and motivation to be a Bible Girl, too. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to episode 112 of the Bible Girl Podcast. I'm happy to be podcasting after my uh, final cancer surgery. I am so grateful for all of your prayers and cards and messages and um, gifts and things that people have sent to encourage me over the last two and a half years. I am happy to say that um, that I am ready to move into a new phase where cancer is behind me and I pray that um, I have many, many years of that ahead. I am starting a new series today um, and I am excited about it, but I'm also just a little bit nervous about it because it's a little bit different than some of the things that I normally um, stress and talk about. For many years, I've talked about Bible study and how to really dig into the Word and learn lots of things about God and connect with Him through um, through times of study and 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 prayer. And this is the same, um, but it's also different because these spiritual disciplines that I'm going to be talking about in the weeks ahead are uh, disciplines that are slower. They may not be something that your faith tradition uses. They may be something that's a little different or new to you. They may be something that seems old or something that seems weird. Um, And they could also just be something that you've heard of and just never really resonated with you before, so you've never tried it. But I encourage you over these next few weeks to practice some of these things because I think more than ever in the time that we're in today, we need to stop doing... um, too much speaking and start doing a little more listening. As I record this podcast, there are so many crises going on in our world. And we have much to deal with on a spiritual level, emotional level, a physical level, financially, politically, uh, racially, there's just so much going on. And the way to, to start, at least in many of these issues, to bring about change or to move from a bad place to a good place is to actually learn how to be quiet and to listen. And these spiritual disciplines that we're going to go over are disciplines that teach you to listen to God, to be quiet and still before him and wait for his, his leading, for his voice. Look for an invitation from him to take action. And in those moments, it's not always action, it's just connection. It's just hearing from God. It's just knowing that he's present with you. Um, These disciplines are something that are going to take practice and they are going to feel possibly awkward to you. I would encourage you, as I I say when I I teach this stuff in classes, I, I say to do it badly until you can do it better that at first it will seem weird. It felt weird to me. At first it might be different and that's okay. And there's not a perfect way to do this. There's not a right or wrong and no one's looking over your shoulder and and checking off the boxes to make sure you've done all the steps correctly. These are disciplines that just require you to slow down and sit still in the presence of God. And we can all do that. And I really think with the uh, vast majority of things that are going on in this country right now here in America and all over the world. We could use more time 
in quiet with God. Today we're going to talk about breath prayers. A breath prayer is a way of abiding in scripture that uses our bodies, our breathing, to engage both the mind and the heart with the truth of God's word. I'm going to tell you a few reasons that I think breath prayers are very important. First of all, they're physically beneficial, and certainly right now our health is on the forefront of our minds with the coronavirus and worrying about being healthy. I think many of us are doing things to just try to keep us in the best health we can. Breath prayers are physically beneficial because they open up your breathing. You get more oxygen to your brain. They calm and soothe your emotions. They help you build better breathing throughout your day. And they can even reset your nervous system if you breathe deeply and hold your breath and then exhale longer than you inhaled. Um, I think you'll find that um, your nervous system settles and calms down. It's kind of almost like rebooting a computer. With practice, you'll notice those benefits physically. But they're also spiritually beneficial. They remind us of the presence of God and they connect us to Christ throughout our day beyond our morning devotions or quiet time. Many of us get up in the morning and we read our Bibles and we pray and we might read a devotional or maybe do a little art journaling in our Bible. And then a busy day takes over and we might be running kids to um, an event or we might have homeschooling still. I know some many schools are still finishing up homeschooling with um, the coronavirus and distance learning. And there may be uh, you're working from home at the same time and it's just it's a crazy day and you're just running around and there's lots going on. This connects us to Christ past that. It gives us moments throughout our day when we can be reminded that in the midst of whatever I'm doing, whether it's mopping up something in the kitchen for the 14th time that day, or whether it's, um, you know, FaceTiming with somebody who's discouraged or, or uh, lonely or whatever it is that you're doing in that moment, it reminds us that God is present with you and that he is available for help and for courage and for strength in that moment. It also reinforces the truth that God is teaching us. When you write your breath prayers and you write them based on something that God has been teaching you through scripture or through a study you're doing, you're actually using moments throughout your day to refresh your mind on what you're learning. And it allows the Holy Spirit to continue to teach you long past the uh, end of your quiet time. They also help us meditate on truth. And right now that couldn't be more important. I think that we have lost, um, we have lost our ability to separate truth from fiction. And we have lost, uh, I feel all good common sense in many cases, but I, I think that we, uh, we have abandoned um, truth for things that make us, that sound good, that we want to believe and that make us feel better, um, or things that reinforce beliefs we already have. I see that so greatly um, in, our, in our world today, especially with people who muddy the waters between their religion and their politics and, and, um, and pull their, their politics into their religious identity. And I think it's really important that we take the truth of God's word and that we meditate on it so that we can recognize a lie. So that the Holy Spirit has those words to bring back to us later when we're confronted with something that's not true and we're able to combat it by saying, hey, I know the truth here. I've been meditating on this. I've been breathing these prayers for days, weeks, and months. They're also, breath prayers are really practical. You can do them at any time. They can be done in seconds. 
They can be built easily in transitional moments in the day. Maybe you just finished emptying the dishwasher and you're walking over to fold a load of laundry. You can do some breath prayers on the walk into the laundry room. Or maybe you're getting in your car to come home from grocery shopping and before you pull out into traffic in your parking spot, you can just sit there a minute and um, and do your breath prayer. They're, they can be done in seconds and if you build them into the transitional moments of your day, it becomes a habit. You don't need any supplies or any tools whatsoever. Uh, they're very short, so you memorize them the first few times you do it. And um, it's very spontaneous to the needs of the day. Once you begin to pray breath prayers and you have, a, say, an arsenal of ones that you've used, you will naturally find yourself in moments pulling them out when you need them. A friend of mine recently shared on Instagram how she was struggling one day and she started just using a breath prayer that she had read. I can't, Lord, but you can. And that was something that she had read about and had probably prayed when she first read about it. But the Holy Spirit brought that to her mind at a time when she really needed to stop and focus and and recognize the fact that God was the one who was doing the work through her and that she could rest in him. And so they're very spontaneous to the needs of whatever's going on in your day. You can pray them in the, the crisis moments and the discouraging moments and in the moments when you're uncertain or unsure or in the times when you feel weak or ill or uh, unqualified. You have this these prayers that you can use throughout the day to not just, it's not like a, a mantra that puffs you up like I'm so great. The idea of breath prayers is focusing on the truth of scripture of who God is. And because of that, who are you? I'm going to give you a couple examples of some breath prayers that have meant a lot to me. One of them is a prayer that I used a lot during the summer before my second cancer surgery. And that one is, um, I would breathe in God's peace and I would breathe out my troubles. And that actually came from the Abide um, Christian Meditation app. Uh, some of the evening uh, story time uh, prayers would use that. And I began to use that throughout my day. Whenever I would get worked up about the surgery and how difficult it was going to be and, and you know, what was going to happen. And there was so much uncertainty. I would just breathe in God's peace and breathe out my troubles. Another breath prayer that I've used a lot is I am his and he is mine. That one came to me back in uh, the summer of last year, or actually early fall of last year, when I was at um, a retreat for cancer patients. And I was uh, walking a labyrinth, and as I started to walk, I just started to breathe slowly and intentionally. And I, I don't, I'm not really sure where it came from, but that's what I started to breathe. And I, I just felt the presence of the Lord that he was reminding me that um, I belong to him. And that, and that because of that, he is mine too. And so I remind myself often throughout the day when there's times of uncertainty or fear that I am his and he is mine. And so because of that, I am safe. I also um, really like ones that are based on scripture. Like when you breathe in, you say, be anxious and breathe out for nothing. Or how about your plans, God, not mine. That's one that I have often had to pray, and it's a hard one sometimes. God, my shepherd, I have all I need. 
I am safe because of you, Jesus. These breath prayers are about four to seven syllables. You'll pray half of it in or approximately half, wherever a good um, ending point is. And you'll pray that mentally as you take a deep breath in. And then you'll let that breath out slowly and you'll pray mentally, go through the second half of that prayer. They can be scripture verses. They can be uh, song lyrics that you can turn into a prayer, something that God is stirring in your heart, something that just comes like, like the one that I prayed in the labyrinth. It just kind of came to me and I began to pray it. Just keep using one that, that works for you until something else comes to you or speaks to you. And I would encourage you to keep a list of your prayers and refer back to old ones when there is a need. Sometimes you'll pray one enough that it'll always come to your mind when you need it. And others maybe are for a season and uh, you might want to remember them at a later time. It helps to start with some written prayers before you start your own, although some people grasp the concept very quickly and enjoy writing their own. To help you out, I've included um, in the show notes as well as in the abide card section of my website, um, a four by six printable card that has a list of breath prayers on one side and a place on the other for you to write your own. And I encourage you to download that, print that out, cut it out, tuck it in your Bible, tuck it in your journal, tuck it in your planner, tuck it in your purse or put it on your fridge somewhere where you'll see it and begin to start breathing in and breathing out deeply and slowly, acknowledging the presence of God and focusing on truth that reminds you of who he is. Some of these work really well together. There's one on this list that says, God, you are my peace. And then right under it, it says, be anxious for nothing. So you can kind of reword that a little bit and maybe do a longer breath prayer where you'll say, well, you'll breathe in, God, you are, breathe out my peace breathe in so I will, will will not be anxious and breathe out about anything. So sometimes you can do like a little bit of a, a two-step one that kind of shows um, God's part and your part. And some of them are easy just to do simply like, God, my shepherd, I have all I need. When God is your shepherd, you have all you need. You don't have all you need because you're all sufficient. You don't have all you need because you got it together. You don't have all you need because you're financially safe right now. You don't have all you need because you've been blessed with great things. No, you have all you need because God is your shepherd. And so when God is your shepherd, if you don't have something, then you don't need it. You have everything you need because the Father is your shepherd. And just think about how just meditating on that as you breathe those words in and out throughout your day settles you. How it reminds you when things come up and you feel discontent or when you feel uh, maybe you feel ill at ease about something or, or very um, you're not very confident about something and you realize, hey, God's my shepherd. I have what I need. I, he'll help me through this. He's going to give me what I need to take care of this. These prayers can be short. They can be put into any moment of your day. And I do believe they have a great power to change our perspective throughout our day. I encourage you to download the Abide card as well as the show notes that have everything I talked about today. We will return in two weeks with another slowed down spiritual discipline. And I hope that these will be a blessing to you. 
If you haven't had a chance yet, stop over to my YouTube channel. During the uh, beginning part of the pandemic, I was doing a six-week series on some short little spiritual practices that can be done during your stay-at-home time. Many of them are suitable at any time, and episode six is one that I think is especially important, teaching you how to take all this stuff you know how to do and, uh, and not overstress yourself with doing too much. That series is called Redeeming Your Time. Those episodes aren't long, and they're on the Bible Girl Podcast YouTube channel. You can find the link in my Instagram profile. My Instagram is at Jessie L. Robinson, and you can also find the link on my website, which is jessielrobinson.com. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad to be back to podcasting, and we'll see you again in two weeks. Go to BibleGrowPodcast.com to email me, download show notes, sign up for my newsletter, print the monthly scripture writing list, and listen to past episodes. Join the Bible Girl Facebook group to get the latest podcast news and to interact with me and other listeners. I'm all over social media as Jessie L. Robinson. That's J-E-S-S-I-L Robinson. I'd love for you to friend or follow me. Join me again for another episode of Bible Girl.